Oh yeah, you already know what it is And just in case you don't It's the Self-Medicated Podcast uh, Here as always to do our housekeeping Before we start the episode I am your host, The Wayfair um, I'm not going to do my other AKAs Because we saved those for the show Here as always with the captain of the igloo um, And yeah, let's get into the housekeeping Make sure you go follow us on Instagram At The Self-Med Pod Make sure you go follow us on YouTube At The Self-Medicated Podcast We le- are releasing those clips uh, but really, wherever you're listening to this, at, make sure you subscribe and leave a review, uh, share it with a friend, uh, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa, um, not on Anchor. Nah, not on Anchor. And not on Title until we get on Title. But yeah, yeah make sure you uh, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this. At. We're basically everywhere. And make sure you share it. Tell a friend. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um yeah, these will be coming back at some point, likely at the top of the year. But over the counter episodes come out every Friday because <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to. I want to do something a little bit different with these with these over the counters. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I want to do something a little bit. <laughs> so different. like you have an idea we haven't talked about. Yeah, I, I do. Well, we kind of talked Can't about wait it for this brother to post them. It's related to the. It's related to the chatty house. Okay. With um with that, but we'll so, dive into yeah, that a little later. bit later. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else we got. Uh, organic shout out this week. This week's organic shout out goes to on the uh, to the on the spot podcast. Um, it's OTS Network on IG. Um, it's hosted by Greg the Egg with three G's. Um, <laughs> this podcast uh, is interesting because it engages its audience by calling them on the spot to discuss the hottest topics in sports, music, entertainment. Huh. Um, it's very, very interesting. I uh, like that concept. Concept, format. Greg is cool, too. So make sure you go check them out. Make sure you tell them that the Self-Medicated Podcast sent you. Um I also want to just reemphasize the YouTube page. Those are the clips. Those are the easily digestible versions of this podcast. So if there's something that you want to like share with somebody or, you know, make something go viral, that's where I recommend yeah. <laughs> setting people out. up, you know, whatever you want to do. Any of those things. Yeah. Those I clips. have I have editing privileges over the videos <laughs> and y'all can tell the difference between who edits the audio podcast <laughs> and who edits the video because it's uh yeah I'll be, i'm setting justin up all the time surprisingly nobody said anything about that so i guess people agree with me about ashanti versus keisha cole so anyway <laughs> anything else we want to knock out for, for housekeeping that's it man all right let's get into it Hear ye, hear ye, you already know what it is, but just in case you don't, it's the Self-Medicated Podcast. Here, as always, I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And these are absolutely facts. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter, <laughs> a.k.a. One Pop Poppy, a.k.a. The Bottom feeder, aka the black Kevin Sorbo, aka young black Hercules. It's a lot of B stores those last AKAs I just noticed. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's okay. a lot. It's you a said I'm a little too hard, to be honest with you. I don't the like The bottom hard. feeder, yeah, aka you said that. The black Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> aka that young black Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> Capital B's in this bitch. Um, how you doing, man? How, how, how are things? How's your week, man? It's going good, man. Um, you know, COVID free again. Blessings. 
Blessings. Donations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only thing I got a real issue with this week is, man, like, nobody's gifts are getting here on time for Christmas. Mm. There's going to be a lot of Happy New Year's gifts because the way UPS, FedEx, and um, the mail is set up, I ain't getting no kind of notices or nothing. I don't know when it's going to get here. <laughs> we all going to be surprised. So. Right. Other than that, it's been good. But like, yeah, don't don't even. I won't even see you till after New Year's. Get you if you want your gift. So that's interesting. I want to ask you your gift giving philosophy because I right. have one, but I also yeah. have a unique. Yours is I'm not giving you shit. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> but I have a unique. I have a unique viewpoint. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, it's, I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas, so that's right. one thing. But Jehovah's we did. Now nah, we we did grow up celebrating Eid, which is. Literally the same thing. It's a right. little, like you get gifts and shit, basically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have a fiance who is very much into the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things we decided is we're not really uh, financially celebrating holidays until we have kids. Mm-hmm. Because those holidays really are for the kids. So right? like, like Valentine's Day or just like? Valentine's Day is different. Okay. But 4th of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Do you have a 4th of July party? Huh? Did you have a Fourth of July party? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about gifts. Most holidays with gifts. Holidays with so gifts. So just yes. Christmas, gotcha. I guess just Christmas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> kind of like it's multiple oh, holidays yeah, when no. you're getting gifts. We, I should bring this up. And you're doing like exactly, yeah. Hmm. But then steak and you miss out on steak and knobber yeah. day. Well, yeah. see, I get steak and knobber day, and I get sweetest day. Yeah, true. But then she gets like anniversary and birthdays and yeah. Tuesdays. I always get more. They'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, my philosophy, <clears throat> and, and this was hard for, I think it was hard for some folks on her side of the family because I'm not buying y'all gifts until I have kids. Hold on. You're not buying the adults gifts until you have kids? Yeah. Until they have kids? No, until I have kids. Because okay. I, I have no, so the reason behind this is I just don't, have a reason to celebrate this holiday. And I feel like mm-hmm. this is something that when I have kids, what they would probably, you know what I'm saying, appreciate the sentiment more than I ever could. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that philosophy comes from. I also am not in the business of being like fake and funny. I, I don't necessarily, there's very few people that I genuinely would like to buy gifts for. And gotcha. they don't have anything to do with Christmas. If that makes gotcha. sense. So, like, yeah, for example, yeah. I brought you the, you know, fuck with it, the Andrea Guadalla book. You didn't, that wasn't a gift. <laughs> it was brought that to, to mock me. You know how but I feel like, about that. Yeah, no, nigga, that. <laughs> that shiny ass patch he, of. Did he retire? I hope so. I he, he probably did. No, he's trying to. If Clay played this year, I bet he, his ass would have tried to be back on the, um, <laughs> oh, the, the Sammy, I was going to say the Golden Warriors. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's your what's Fuck your Andre Iguodala for the record? But yes, <laughs> what's my what? What's your gift giving philosophy? Um, I just like buying people gifts, and um, this year, this time of year, I kind of use it as an opportunity to um, support businesses. Mm. So like, um, a lot of the gifts I got for most of the people um, come from this black own women's company. I don't want to say what it is because certain people might be listening. I don't want to give uh, away what the you. gifts are. I want sure. it to be a bit of a surprise. Good call. So, um, like, I like to do that, kind of use it as a way to 
because like I spent over two hundred dollars on this person's stuff, almost three hundred dollars. So I kind of use it as a way to kind of support and invest in different companies that I wouldn't otherwise. That's dope. So um, and also I just like kind of I like putting people on the shit. So you know I kind of use it as a way to do that. And I also like I like getting people stuff that they don't know they might enjoy. How do you decide that for someone? Um, because people I buy gifts for, I tend to know them pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of have an idea of what their interests are. Like my one friend, I got her and her daughter, like, um, the Amazon kind of like the Amazon, like home device, electronic thing. So like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of what I have here, but I have Google where you can turn the lights on and play yeah. music. But there's, I got music. the music. <laughs> I got, the, I think it's called an Amazon hub or something like that. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. like video chat people. Like, this is not an ad, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like her daughter will sometimes randomly call me or we'll just chop it up or you can watch videos and tell you how to like do recipes so they could be in the kitchen nice. learn how to cook stuff. Yeah. So I thought it would help them bond and kind of allow her to get into technology without it being like just looking at a screen watching videos. It's more interactive. And my friend, I got her like some lights so she can change the lighting in her room or for whatever, you know, fits her lights off. <laughs> this motherfucker dirty <laughs> Clean yeah. your house Motherfucker wash it <laughs> Yeah so stuff like that uh, That's, that's more cool. Yeah I don't necessarily care For the particular holiday To me I don't even really Necessarily think about Christmas I think more about the gifts mm. and How I approach it I don't even really think about It being Jesus' birthday Because we know I know that's a lie But anyways Right That's a different subject For a different day A different pot <laughs> What's interesting to me is I Um I don't think of these things as I don't know. It's weird because, mm-hmm. for example, I got um <clears throat> I got my groomsmen. What I get y'all flasks, cigar cutters, and cigar holders, right? Yeah, that's some shit I probably would have gave you niggas anyway. Like if I ran across it and wasn't having an event, the reason why that was the package is because <laughs> all of my groomsmen enjoy those things. So. Mm-hmm. I, some point I probably would have come across that and gotten unit, but right. it wouldn't have been packaged as the groomsmen. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So that's interesting because I feel you. I like getting people shit. Uh, I think this was you who have who coined this phrase the way that I remember it is uh, the best gifts are shit that you wouldn't get for yourself. The shit yeah. that you want and yeah. probably low key need, but you just wouldn't really yeah. get it for yourself. Those are the best gifts, and I I think those are dope. That's why. Like a cigar cutter mm-hmm. randomly is like <laughs> that was mm-hmm. that was kind of cool, um, <clears throat> and so for I guess for me it's kind of weird to pigeonhole it into the holiday season, if that makes sense, because it just becomes capitalism at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm like tricking myself by saying this for these other reasons, mm-hmm. and I'm just indulging in capitalism. I'm trying to not tell myself that or. What? But also, I don't really. I fuck with capitalism, to be honest with you. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I don't care. Honestly, me too. Um, all right. Anything else uh, important? That was a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. Anything else <laughs> important happened this week? Uh, nah. Um, you know, I like Chipotle gift cards and books. If anybody's thinking about just randomly, we got the gifts drop still. 
Uh, nah. <laughs> I wish <laughs> If one randomly give me something You know Can't go wrong with those Do you have a preference of Gifts to somebody Wanting to get you something It depends on who it is I always Oh fuck I forgot I'm on the podcast I was gonna say something Wow <laughs> I always appreciate <laughs> Right Yeah no I always appreciate Physical gifts um, Those are great um, But no I don't have anything specific Just Are there any kind of gifts That, that aren't physical Um, you've got me. I was trying to be low key with that <laughs> statement, but no, no, that can mean really. anything. It's Mike, give you some shit you don't want. So, I'm just trying to help you be more specific. About uh, well, I was trying to intentionally be mm. vague, but mm. I guess mm. physical uh, punch this nigga in the jaw. He likes physical gifts. <laughs> um, no, I, I appreciate spending time with people. Let's mm. put it like that. That, mm. that if anybody wants to mm. gift me their presence. Wow. Entendres all over the place. <laughs> that would be, I'd appreciate that. There we go. All right. I'll feel you. I'll feel you. Wiggled out of that one. My week <laughs> uh, has been kind of wild, man. It's been a wild mm. week. So uh, I'm officially on vacation. So that's lit. Hey, I thought you started vacation last week, man. What's going on? Mm, lies. My <laughs> vacation started on Friday. Um, so that's lit. Um I will say uh, couples therapy kicked my ass today. Mm. That shit was, <laughs> that was wild. You know, uh, all of the sessions up until now have been pretty peaceful. Mm. This was the first, uh, like, blow-up session. And did you get hit with, uh, what was Taraji hitting uh, Vado with apples? Did she get some apples thrown nah, at you? I didn't get any, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't get any <laughs> apples <laughs> thrown at me. But, um, so that also means you didn't choke anybody, so that's good. That's a win in my book. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just it was just one of those. Anybody who's ever gone to ther- therapy knows that some sessions are just you know a breeze. You just walk right through it. Some of them is really fucking hard, and mm-hmm. this was one of those hard ones where it was it was emotional, it was frustrating. Um, <clears throat> so that happened. It was, you know, anytime your couples therapist tells you your homework mm-hmm. is to figure out if y'all really like each other. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like yeah. that's it's yeah. intense. That's the thing, man. I feel like a lot of people don't realize they don't like each other. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, uh, but it's all good. Like I, I, I personally, I love these types of conversations, like the digging challenging. deep, challenging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not to say, like, I know that shit kicked my ass today. <laughs> and then uh, I guess the other kind of highlight of my week was I got into the chat house, to the chatty oh, house, boy. to the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, shout out to the plug who got me in. Um, so for mm, those who don't know, you yeah, speak on this side. I have okay. to clear my palate on this one. All right. uh, so for those who don't know, the Chatty House uh, or Clubhouse, as it's officially known as, um, is a, a, a social networking app um, that is kind of exclusive right now. It's by invite only or waitlist only. And... Um, it's a pretty cool little thing. The concept is audio only, right? So it's like audio chat, chat rooms. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> because it's not necessarily open to the public right now, uh, the folks on the app are very interesting characters. There's a lot of celebrities. There's a lot of uh, influencers and social media people that are on here. Um, but the way that it is built is it's a really cool platform for like networking, 
you know, meeting other people. And these are, for the most part, kind of entertainment industry folks and in all kinds of different walks. But like, for the most part, uh, entertainment industry folks. So we're talking right. about like, there's A&Rs in here. There's, you know, music executives. There's artists, art, like all kinds of shit, all mm. kinds of people, tech startup people, like all kinds of people in here. And everybody just kind of gets to mingle. And what's dope about it is it reminds me of the early days of Twitter mm. where there was no bear, there was no verified sign. There was no separation of status or by status, right? And what's cool about this app is basically everybody is everybody. They, people are here to talk to each other type shit. And that's really kind of dope. Um, and I fucks with it. It's, uh, it's an interesting place. Definitely has it's uh it's a comprehensive app. I'll say that you get your <laughs> balance of ratchetness uh, and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent a lot of my like daytime hours just listening in on <clears throat> different like networking rooms, different just different shit, and then late night on the ratchet shit. Um, and it's it's amazing. It's amazing. This is one of those things where I could definitely see how people get addicted to it. So. If you listen to a day and night, that that's interesting to me because I feel like I don't know what the equivalent that would be to social media because it's. You remember Twitter after dark? Were you ever active on Twitter? Nah, I mean I had a Twitter. I think I started my Twitter in like 2007, but I just never used it. Said nigga don't know how to spell, <laughs> so you know I want to set myself up and. Then, so I Chat just House missed is perfect wave, for you because yeah. audio. Yeah. Um, so back in the Maybe. day, mm. yeah, back in the day, Twitter. Start asking niggas questions they don't want to answer. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, the interesting thing, the big difference, I think, between like the early days of Twitter and the Chat House is the whole point of the Chat House is to network. Mm. I feel like Twitter, yes, the purpose of, is to network, but it has so many other functions as a service, like a blog or, True. you know what I'm saying? So many other different things. The. The chat house just by design, there's nothing there's nothing else for you to do but talk and listen. Mm. Like you can't comment, you can't add no commentary, like you're either talking or you're listening. And that's that's kind of cool to me. Like that's a cool yeah. concept conceptually. You're huh. either joining in on the conversation or you're actively listening. What I've uh, what I've discovered is what's dope about this is what happens is there's these what ends up happening is based on these rooms. What ends up being created is these kind of ad hoc, miniature, crowdsourced podcast on any given topic at any given time. Mm-hmm. And that shit is fucking incredible. What makes it incredible, though, is that these are people that you might want to listen to, that you're interested in having conversations with. Once this shit becomes public, it's just going to be like everything else. Everybody don't shouldn't be talking. Everybody should not have an opinion. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But what's cool about this app and the exclusivity of it right now is, for the most part, we have reason to believe that anybody you're interacting with on here is networking or building their brand or selling something. And the fact that that's the there's no impetus for anything like for faking like you're doing something else makes it pretty cool. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. Hmm. I'm interested to see how all of this because you just, you know, hooked me up. I'm kind of curious to kind of dive in and see how all of this works out. I'm interested to hear some of these conversations, and I'm probably not gonna network with nobody. But uh, you know, trash. I'm just be nosy. Oh no, you might you might end up. I might do some talent acquisition. You never know. Yeah, I would recommend <laughs> it. I would also say um, 
the uh, it's a lot of information here. Um, you know, some of the rooms are made by uh, some of the founders of Chat House, and so okay. they just sit and talk about you know what their intentions on creating it. Yeah. One of the, my favorite things about this is kind of getting on early is being able to figure out how to um, how to work it mm-hmm. and and what to establish when you when it does become public. So like one of the things I'm thinking about is we'll probably have a weekly room of self-medication, mm-hmm. right? A Saturday yeah. or Sunday self-medicated room. Just like get it off your chest, which you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Type yeah. shit. Um, and who knows what that can translate. What's dope about it is it's so new that if mm. you start it now, by the time it rolls out, it becomes a thing that's going to be a, it's a staple, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah, because I always, this kind of re- reminds me of people that got onto the ground level of TikTok. Mm-hmm. So they might have like 20,000 followers on Instagram, but on TikTok they'll have like 2 million. Exactly. So, yeah, it'd be nice to get on the ground of something and build a nice fan base and network early. To like build those roots and within that uh, social media app, because I feel like specifically with this podcast, we haven't had a chance to do that with anything. So yeah, and that's nice. one of the things I'm most excited about is I feel like our this podcast, like I'm pretty happy with our content, our mm. format, and all of that. I just feel like we need more ears, mm. and I feel like this podcast is going to be dangerous yeah. in the right ears, hearing <laughs> it right. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and I think that the chat house will probably hopefully help with that. Y'all haven't even heard my controversial opinions. No, mine either. <laughs> mine either. I've, I've been holding back. Year two, though? Shit. <laughs> Shit. We're going viral a few times 2021. I promise you that. Um, uh, any, uh, so, yeah, any other thoughts about the, the chatty house? I would say if y'all, if anyone listening to this is on there, go follow me. Go find me. I'm not going to tell you anything about how to. Just go find me. <laughs> oh, also... Um. Yeah, this is the the medium to do this. My my, so you get uh, uh you get to invite someone mm-hmm. to the chatty house. You gotta work for your invite. You gotta work for your invite. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. No free, <laughs> no free meals, no free meals at all. I just want to put that information out there. <laughs> Remember, you said his favorite gifts are physical. Yep. <laughs> yep. Honestly, there's gems through all, all what is this, mm. episode 45? There are gems for folks who want to pay attention. <laughs> Don't go over your head, though. Don't go <laughs> right. over your head. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's that. There's the the, the, the chatty house. I w- we'll probably, you know, do another review next week when we have a little bit more time yeah, under our belts. True, true. I have a feeling that, you know, stories will be coming from chat house. Have you had a chance to speak in any of these rooms yet, or are you just been mostly kind of listening in the... Filling it out. Yeah, no, I've been mostly listening. Last night, I started a room for the first time just Mm -hmm. to see what it was like. Ain't nobody joined that shit. I got to figure out, you know what I'm saying? I got to figure. Again, this is what I was talking about, like figuring out the algorithms and figuring out just how it works. Um, Again, which is now, which is why now is a good time to like do that and try to figure that out. Uh, But I started a room um, and mostly I've just been listening. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, there's my my uh, clubhouse review. All right, would be more to comfort. I I had a question before we get into some of our other topics, mm-hmm. um, and I think this is a good segue into what'll probably be our year in review episode next week. Okay. But who would you say? Uh, what music artists would you say had the best year? 
Um, I feel like I have an answer, but it's not gonna. It's for reasons probably what most people wouldn't think of. If right. you say D smoke, bro. But he he had a great year for like a first year artist. He had a he had a pretty good year. He worked with every fucking body. But um, I wasn't gonna say D smoke. Good. I'm thinking that this person's been around for a minute, but it feels like this year in particular, um, they've been able to get on albums and work with certain artists that I think will benefit them going like going forward where they can probably perform on stage and when they release more music. I felt like Little Dirk had secretly and low-key one of the better years for a rapper, just being on, like, the Nas album, fucking French's album. Like, he was on everybody's album, had great features. I feel like he's been building relationships, and I feel like that can only benefit him going forward because there's people that's had, like, albums, but he had, like, his features. He kind of had one of those... Mm. Like J. Cole years Where like he was just on Featuring on everybody's album he, J. Cole was rapidly rapping Killing everybody on the features But Dirk was like Complimenting these artists For their songs Right So I feel like His style of like Singy trap music Is gonna um, Kind of have a nice rise Going forward Cause oh yeah He also had a song with Drake Too didn't he mm-hmm. Yeah so like I think the next coming years If Dirk can continue like His work with other artists And just getting placements On albums He He's going to um, step his game up in the next few years. That's an interesting pick. I'm I'm stuck between two. I got a I got a obvious pick and I got a sleeper. Mm-hmm. My obvious pick is Lil Baby for almost the exact same mm-hmm. reasons that you just said for Dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, great album, hella features. Still haven't heard it yet. Relevant features, like had a really good year. Consistent, present all year, et cetera. I think my sleeper pick would be Black Thought. Mm. Niggas have been sleeping on this nigga all year. He has been going absolutely nuts for like the last two or three years. Yeah. Um, and 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 I'm not just talking about rapping good because we all know Black Thought can rap good. I'm talking about presence. I'm mm. talking about consistently putting out projects. I'm talking about showing up in places that you might not accept, expect him to be and things like that. I think Black Thought had a really good 2020. I can see that. Yeah. That's my sleeper pick for music I artists or the best. Feel like of the year. He would have a broader fan base if he wasn't so smart. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. You too like sometimes Lupe is too smart. Yep. Like you, like, it's like the same reason that Black Thought and Lupe are not more popular mm-hmm. is the same reason why George Bush got elected as president. <laughs> What? It's the same. It's literally the, uh, I gotta break that, break the opposite that down sides of the same coin. Everybody, we elected George Bush because he was a dumbass. Like he was a regular person, like, somebody you could grab a beer with. I think was the tagline. Right? You can relate to him because he doesn't seem like he's an intellectual where you can't have regular conversations. Exactly. With him. Got you. Um, and same thing with like Lupe and Black Thought. I don't feel the same way about Lupe because I've had like face to face conversations with him and. He's he's one picked of those, that up, man. That name you just dropped. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> but he's one mm-hmm. of those people that are just smarter than everybody he's ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Not super duper smart <laughs> in general, if that makes sense. Mm. Are like, you saying Lupe's smarter than you? I wouldn't say that. I would say that I could engage Lupe in a conversation where he doesn't get bored. Mm. If that makes would sense. Would you beat Lupe in a rap battle? This nigga. If you had to think that long, 
Think, you think you could be Lupe in a rap battle? <laughs> How long do I have to prepare? Your whole life, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's actually a very important question. Okay. Because, like, depending on the answer to that, <laughs> I might say yes. Nigga, I can rap. I'm not going to disagree with you with that, but so can Lupe, so I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to. But, see, everybody knows Lupe can rap. Don't nobody mm. know I can rap. That's true, but like Lupe's on a, a tier of rapping that few people are on. Not, I said, can you beat him? Not can you battle him? Man, I'll bar Lupe ass up, bro. All right, Lupe, you heard it at first. Heard you want it that smoke? First. You want that smoke? Y'all, I would somebody tag him in the comment when this when this clip comes out. I think Lupe might slice you up like a like a ninja with his with his little fucking <laughs> oh he said whoa get your little sword <laughs> fuck out of here nigga um shout out to Lupe though <laughs> bar that nigga up but shout out to you shout out to you I will bar him up though give me give me give me ninety days I'm good yeah Lupe's in my like top five favorite rappers when it comes to just strictly lyrics yeah I agree with that yeah. Oh, speaking of favorite rappers, and this is a problematic take. You seen the charges against Mystical got dropped? I feel like he got charged with some shit like three year, two, three years ago. So, like listen. this, his was it a like a rape? Another yeah, rape he charge? A, he got a rape charge. My thing is, I'm not here to talk about the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're talking about that charge. Yeah, that charge. Okay, I was just here to because it's been a it's been a thing. I have not been able to publicly. Like talk about how much I fuck with mystical mm. as an artist, basically mm. ever, because <laughs> this nigga keep doing dumb shit. That's funny because like I was feeling kind of down earlier in the week, and I was like, "What can I play? What album can I play to kind of bring up my spirits?" The man right here. I was thinking of R. Kelly. I was like, "But goddamn it, I can't be blasting R. Kelly." So I was like, "Listen to Kanye." Damn, I wanted wait. to hear. I wanted to listen to TP2.com. But I <laughs> so wait, can I, I make up. a can I make a confession then since we're sharing? Go ahead, man. I listen to Chick's tape five all week. Mm, <laughs> mm, it's good, it's good. Yeah, it I'm glad week. we have this openness. I listen to it all week. That shit been on repeat all week. See, I don't look like but when I listen to music, I listen to it like loud. So like Same. Yeah. Yeah. I've been blasting Chick's tape five, bro. <laughs> I can't even lie. <laughs> I wonder what's going on with that. Has he had a court date yet? I don't. I don't care. I'm so over that situation. I'm just. Yeah. I'm curious. Like what? What's going on? I'm not curious anymore. I, when I uh, have. when when the best friend put out her diss track. Uh, <laughs> did you did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I heard some of it. Yeah. No. When that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, I am officially checked out of this. <laughs> no. No mas. No much, yeah, no much. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh continuing Shout with out some to music. Maggie, by the way. She's been looking real good on the internet. Man, oh yeah, wait. Um yeah, so we, we have to shout out Meg for pioneering the dance move of the ankle ankle ankles in <laughs> the extra little pump in the twerk. I mean, I feel like she's gentrified this, so I wanna say she was pioneering it. Wait, she came gentrified from, it? Came from the Caribbean people first, man. They was the busting them moves first. Is there a name to the move? Oh man, I don't know. I mean, if anyone Ooh. would know, the bottom feeder would know. With the I name, I don't even know how that works. But okay, <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a fucking choreographer. <laughs> um, 
would you think? Never mind. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should, we should, Anyways, we should move <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of music artists who had good years, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Rowdy Rebel. Mm. Uh, this nigga is home, and he came home the way that niggas imagine coming home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, this is th- that shit made me just feel good. I'm not. I'm not like the most familiar with Rowdy Rebel or Bobby Schmurda's like history, their whole context in in this game. But I do yeah. fuck with their music, and I do know their situation. I got them locked up, and I fucking appreciate how they handled that shit. So I'm I'm fan. Yeah. I'm a fan in it's that sense. Particularly Schmurda, particularly Schmurda, and to think that <laughs> because of him, Rowdy is home early. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, <laughs> Rowdy? But you know. That's kind of beside the point. What I really want to highlight is um, just the, the fucking black joy that was the video of Rowdy getting released. Mm-hmm. That shit felt like literally just watching through the screen. That shit felt amazing. Just watching him come home, all his niggas there, got cars and money and the nigga immediately went to the studio and started dropping bars. I don't know if any of y'all have heard any of the snippets of these songs, but oh, I can't wait. If I was them, honestly, I'd hold on to that shit till the summer. Mm. If I was, if I was rowdy, because think about it, think about it. Uh, Bobby get out in September, right? Next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby gets out in September. Rowdy just got out. If I'm him, I'm stacking. I might do maybe a couple singles here and there, maybe a mixtape or something. But in the mm. summer, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Westside Gun Boys. Mm. I'm, I'm going crazy so that it builds up to Bobby's release. And then after that, it's, it's just on and popping after that. Like, huh? everything is set up. That, that could work. Because I feel like at this point right now is when he'll be able to get the most features. Yes, but I also feel like the people that do the features with him want the music to come out ASAP. Yep, kind of like when um, Gucci came out and Drake did the song with him. I feel like if you're an artist and you want to be featured with him, this is when you would want him to come out. So for him, he should just do a bunch of features, then yes. start dropping his singles kind of closer to when closer Smarter to comes summer, out. Yep. Yeah, I go, I go, little baby with the features right now. Mm. Uh, this is also how he can get his money up too. Yes, indeed, because he yeah. can't tour. Exactly, he can't tour, and I don't yeah. know what his. You know what what situation he in? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what the GS nine none of that. Yeah, true. I don't true. know, but yeah, that's a good way to make some music. Just feature up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, that w- that was just a really dope moment to watch and, and see uh, him come out. Just a pure joy on that man's face. I don't know if y'all like. I, I've worn this shirt <laughs> on this podcast, the Black Boy Joy shirt, <laughs> but that shit was Black Boy Joy, bro. Like yeah. just the. Fucking expression of freedom. I'm around my people. Oh my god! Like, oh man, that shit felt good. It, it was good to see. Did that feel like a fast seven years to you. Uh, I'm not. Listen, not. I mean, to us I on the. I mean, from us I on can't. the outside. For him, I know it didn't seem like a fast. There's no such thing years. as a fast anything in jail. You well, have a, a long three days in jail. <laughs> I'll put it like this: seven years ago, four score. And seven years ago, <laughs> I was in a whole different life circumstance. So, mm. no, it does not feel like a quick seven years. Okay. For me. 
because literally I've lived like a couple lives mm-hmm. in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So that shit don't feel like a short time or a, uh, a short time to me, y'all. That shit felt feel like a lifetime. Long. Yeah, it feels pretty long. It feels yeah, it feels pretty long. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Rowdy, shout out to uh, to Bobby. Um, I mm. see somebody on the on the internet say if his first video don't have the hat landing on his head, <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be mad as hell. Oh man, that'd be amazing. That would be that dope. Would as fuck. be fucking. It amazing. should just start right there. I, yeah. I don't care if you change the beat or nothing. Just let the hat drop come come back on like and finish. Cross the gates. Beat. Yeah, it just lands on his head. Yeah, that would be uh, like, that would that would be amazing. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, shout out, shout out to that crew. Um, all right, we got to talk about thought prevention hours, man. Mm. We have to talk about thought prevention hours now. Um, uh, I think it was TI made the news, yeah, he was talking to who's he talking to? He was talking to another rapper, I want to say one of them youngy, young rappers, <laughs> one of them young, like little baby. Um, Thought Prevention Hours from T.I. Mm-hmm. On his podcast, Expeditiously. Uh, he was on with B. Simone? Nah. That's the other rapper, nigga? The fuck? Nah, nah. Oh, 21 Savage. There That's we go. 21. 21. 21. So let's talk about it. I didn't uh, I didn't see this, <clears throat> um, but I, you know, kind of s- self-explanatory in terms of the concept of Thought Prevention Hours. What are your What are your thoughts? Uh, and I'm, I guess just to quickly set the context, Ti said that quality time spent with his daughter is thought prevention time. Like that's how you keep mm-hmm. your kids off the ball. Um, React. <laughs> as a person with no kids and definitely no daughters, I understand what he's saying. I feel like. Because of who T.I. is and the things he said in the past, the message of what he's trying to say gets mixed up in, on how people take it. Mm-hmm. Like, he says things in a way, even though he uses big multi, multi syllabic? Yeah, words. Words with friends. <laughs> he, uh, his message always gets misconstrued. Like, I understand, like, People like things to be said a certain way for them to be politically correct. But to me, the gist of what he was saying was it's important to spend time with your daughter, daughters or daughter, so they don't seek outside validation in ways that might not be the most healthy for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of women have daddy issues. That is not surprising to anybody. And some people, some women, when they have daddy issues, might seek outside validation and other males that might not be the best um, source for them to get that that validation from. So he's saying as a father, it's important to spend time in your daughter's life so she doesn't feel like she needs to go outside to get that validation. And also so you can import impart certain um, morals and standards she probably you would want her to have. So to me, I see nothing wrong with what he was saying. I know sometimes message can obstruct how people view the actual what he's trying to get across but delivery yeah so how do you feel you plan on having kids so uh no um you're an uncle (laughs) yeah (laughs) the the interesting thing about this is what are people mad about 
What are, what are people upset about? I think because he said, because he used the term thought prevention, where I think a lot of women see him as, like, what he was saying is him being, like, trying to control um, his daughter's lives or preventing her from having certain freedoms and forms of, of expression. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I have the same caveat as you in terms of, obviously I don't have any kids. Um, so shit, nigga, I don't know, <laughs> but, but it does seem, uh, let me use my I statements here. Mm-hmm. The, fuck it, I'll say it. Most of the women that I have been involved with. Do not necessarily most do not necessarily have a good relationship with their father. Dom DeMarco, DeMarco. Hmm? Um, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's common, and it is common. And so, I'm you know I'm the type of person that just kind of goes on common sense. I'm not an expert in anything. I know a little bit about a whole lot, right? <laughs> um, and so, to me, based on that experience then it seems very wholesome, very kind of stand-up, kind of dope for someone to be invested in having a relationship with their daughter. Mm -hmm. And if they, that person, has had similar experiences to me, then I could see how they could value and put a lot of stock in making sure that they have a relationship with their daughter to not replicate some of the experiences they've seen with other women and, you know, the damage that the lack of relationship with their father has had. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, it's 2020 It's the social, it's the Instagram age. <laughs> so thought prevention hours probably sounds like he's patriarchal and controlling yeah. and all of that, um, which is fair and valid. Generally, okay, right, yeah, but you, you like nuance is important, context is important, um, and situations are important. The other thing is, and not none of you niggas are in their house, so none True. of you know what those conversations are like. She might be telling, like, this might be like a manager review type conversation, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she could be telling him what she don't like the whole time. We don't know what the mm. substance of those conversations are, so that's another True. thing, like, yeah. That that that's another thing for other people to try to judge that. That's kind of wild because we don't know what the substance of those conversations are. Yeah. Maybe he's doing the exact thing that everybody is saying that he should be doing in those conversations. He just call it thought prevention hours. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there, there's a lot of nuance there. But I don't understand, especially in this day and age, when particularly a black father talks about publicly spending time with his kids mm-hmm. and it gets vilified for it. Y'all gotta relax. Y'all did the same shit to LeBron when LeBron went to his kid's game, bro. Remember that shit? Like, he showed up I, at his kid's game. Was like, why would you on. come to your kid's game? You're LeBron James. You're showing him up. I was <sighs> like, get the fuck out. He's a fucking parent. I kind of want to go on the Kevin Samuels rant. But Ooh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I support this. I support uh, this. We already know how this video is. Shout out to Kevin. Might make us go viral, nigga. Yes, nah, do it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Um. Yes, I just, <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? I bet you a lot of the women that were complaining about that didn't have their daddies in their life. Yeah, they didn't have no yeah, th- thought prevention yeah. hours. It, sometimes <laughs> it feels like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't when it comes to being like a black father. Yeah, LeVar Ball. <laughs> like, even if... It, I feel like if a white man or a white guy was doing these things, because I... 
like, or even back in the past, black guys have said things like Chris Rock mentioned keeping your daughter off the pole. Mm-hmm. That's like one of his goals in life, and one of his I forgot what special it was. So these days, it seems like no matter what you do as a black father, you get chastised or criticized. Even with the best intentions, people still find a way to kind of make your message come across as you being um, controlling or patriarchal or whatever current popular term they're trying to describe the actions of someone. Well, you know, another difference in society is that being a thought is no longer a bad thing. It's not a negative thing anymore. So to talk about thought prevention Mm -hmm. can easily be mistaken for trying to suppress someone's sexuality. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that there's that, too. And I think that's a kind of a missed in translation thing with updating. He's basically just trying to say, and, and the same concept of keep my daughter off the pole I want you to be in control of the decisions you make, right? Mm-hmm. Not that you're doing shit for money or for niggas' attention or any of these things. That, to me, is the concept behind keep my daughter off the pole, thought prevention hours. It's not so much I want you to be a virgin for the rest of your life type shit. It's not that. Right. It's more so I want, <laughs> I would love for you to take these values that I have instilled in you mm-hmm. and operate in the world with that. If that so, but because of this day and age where uh, this kind of empowerment of uh, 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 over your sexuality and using that as power, it's powerful now, right, mm-hmm. and acceptable as a form of power. Mm-hmm. Then I think that a lot of people view folks who like <laughs> make a statement like that as trying to suppress folks' expression, et cetera. Like you, like you said, but I, I just think that's a little bit erroneous. Is it acceptable? Thoughtiness? Yeah. Uh, yes. In what way? Um, I mean, the most simple form that I could think of is that people admit it now. Like, this, mm-hmm. that's, it's less shameful, right? It's not as much shame mm-hmm. attached to it in all circles, <laughs> right? Still comes with a stigma, though. It does still, but the stigma ain't even that bad anymore. Like, it's not mm-hmm. uh, as detrimental of a stigma as it ha- has been in the past. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think about it. When we was in, when you were in high school, because you were a different generation than me. When you were in high school, would you ever hear a girl call themselves a slut or a thought or anything like that? Like, how old are you? A little younger than you. You would have been a freshman. I would have been a senior. But okay, <laughs> I think I would have been a sophomore actually. But anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. You're a different but generation. Like back, back in those days, like when uh-huh. we were younger. Like those were insults, slut, dot, oh, all these things. Now I think people take ownership over that. But they're still insults. Yeah, but they don't. They're not the same insult. I feel like the insults are still the same for the people using them as insults. But yeah. the people that are taking them on as insults That's have true. learned to not let That's it true. affect them as much. That's a really good point. Um, but also, I don't know if that's a good thing. Hmm. Say more. I'm, I was listening to a, um, a podcast earlier in the week. It was with a, um, a psychologist. She was talking about how it's common for women to kind of believe in embracing your sexuality and sleeping with a bunch of people. And she said, I don't think that's a good thing in general. 
What, sleeping with a bunch of people? Yeah, for men and women. She was like, this is not coming from a religious or puritanical um, point of view, but I think that if you're constantly operating like that, you never really learn how to build fulfilling relationships because you're always trying to jump to the next thing and you never really take time to kind of get to know someone and become um, understanding and, you know, build with them. I was like, I think that's true. And the older I get, I realize there's something to that. Hmm. Like you, I feel like women that claim or self-proclaimed thoughts, uh, especially in the media, they're not really thoughts. <laughs> mm. Like, um, it's the oh, brand. Yeah. And I think that it kind of reminds me back in the day where like all these rappers were rapping about drugs and all of this and how they were treating women. And these niggas never sold drugs and they're married. Right. I think that people are being sold like a lifestyle that the person that's rapping about the lifestyle or portraying the lifestyle isn't actually living. But the people that are taking it on and <clears throat> consuming the product are trying to live that lifestyle, not really realizing how sometimes it can be unfulfilling and isn't a realistic way to operate within the world. You know what's interesting? That that's a really really good point. I think that that's super dope. I think one of the things for me is I've never really attached. Uh, like I don't necessarily draw a parallel between sex and uh, I guess depth of relationships, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting to draw that correlation. That like, yo, if you keep like if your focus is just on sleeping with folks then you can't necessarily develop those deeper relationships because mm-hmm. the only investment you have in this person is figuring out how to get their pants off yeah. right like you're not really interested in who they are as a person or you know what i'm saying what interests they have or anything like that so that's super that's very very interesting uh concept because you know on the one hand you could say you know, I've talked to a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? I get mm. these experiences from all all these different types of people. Yeah. But if they're not genuine, what is that really worth? Exactly. There's no depth in the relationships. Um, it's a term we use at work. Um, yeah. We might have to pause it, but we call it uh, deeper, not wide. Right? Pause. Oh. Hey, yeah. Length and not girth. Got you. Yeah, basically. So, like... <laughs> And really just what you said, it's the depth of the relationship that we have mm-hmm. with people, right? It's not how many relationships that we have. It's, you know, I, one organization may have a list of 10,000 people that they can mm-hmm. organize and like maybe get some, you know, on their email list. We have an organization that has 3,000 people, but all three thousand of those people are going to you know what i'm saying they they carry a little bit more weight yeah than your 10 that may or may not do shit you know what i mean so like it's that the depth of the relationships not the quantity of the relationships Mm -hmm. is actually very very important that's real yeah i think in general just going outside of like the sexual realm of things if people try to establish more relationships like that there'd be way more understanding of different perspectives and viewpoints that you don't really get a chance to kind of endure in your day to day life because you're already trying to see reasons why you don't fit with this person or this group Mm. because of what they believe and not really taking the time to kind of look past the group and look at the individual 
maybe gain an understanding of why maybe they follow a certain group or have certain beliefs. Yo, that's uh, that's a really good point. Did you watch um, uh, Schultz's special on Netflix? I still haven't watched it yet, man. Oh, I, I haven't man. really consumed much. I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts. True. So one of the things that he talks about and highlights in that in that uh, in that series or little mini series is exactly what you were just talking about. We spend so much time being in echo chambers mm. that our thoughts never develop. They never get challenged. They don't grow. They not. Right. <laughs> there's no depth to them. Yeah. That you're just repeating the same shit to people who agree with you. So there's no yeah. depth, yeah. right? <laughs> there's no depth. These echo chambers are fucking dangerous. And then what happens is with social media, all social media does is feed that in mm. you of wanting to be valid, uh, validated. And I think Schultz Facts. made this point is that, yeah, the algorithm, the algorithms do that, right? But <laughs> the thing that you're forgetting is you control the algorithm, dummy. <laughs> Look at some different shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't exactly. like that's the that's the whole point of the algorithm is it's going to give you what you want. You need to want some different shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I thought that was a good point, and I, I I thought that was relevant. Make sure y'all go check out Schultz's special too, man. Show Save America. That that shit. I, I'm not doing a commercial for it, but go check it out, man. <laughs> go check it yeah, out. Man. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out over this uh, break. It's, I'm looking for some media to consume, so I'm definitely gonna check him out. Yeah. Speaking of like media, to kind of I guess shift it to a little lighter subject. Mm -hmm. Have you? Watched anything good or new lately? Uh, I started The Ripper on Netflix, which is about Jack the Ripper. Okay. Um, what else am I watching? Uh, the Boys. A good one. That's good pretty one. good. Uh, what else am I watching? That's pretty much it. Versus. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on some shows to come out. Um, I feel like HBO has some shows that, that are good. I need to watch okay. this special Euphoria episode. Or something oh, that was like that. Oh, man, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm always. I feel like I like two types of um, shows. Like I like action packed, kind of don't need a crazy complex storyline. Mm -hmm. Kind of like The Boys, but also I appreciate episodes of really like great dialogue and back and forth mm. banter. In this episode of um, euphoria that you just brought up i thought it did a really good job of like talking about addiction um suicide um family uh, uh religion in like that one hour like it was it was it was amazing I, I thought they did a really good job making that um so if you when you get a chance i would definitely like to chop it up and hear some of your thoughts about some of the things that were said on that episode yeah i'll definitely check that out euphoria is a good ass show yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um a lot of a lot of commentary keeping your daughter off the that. pole yeah yeah Keep off the pills off the pills <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's uh, actually like a great example of like the not having that male figure yeah there was like no how the, yeah, hours just her father passing away how that affected her life yeah yeah she didn't have no thought prevention hours nope also is rue really a thought no nah, she's not but she's a fucking addict yeah, but a thought in the addict is two different things. Absolutely. But honestly, to be fair, thought mm -hmm. prevention hours that T.I. was speaking of, I think encompasses both. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it's just simply just trying to make sure you don't make bad decisions. Exactly. Make sure you got a good foundation. Um, all right. Speaking of good foundations, 
some people out here with fake beards, apparently. <laughs> um, you got to talk about this one because I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. But just randomly earlier in the week last week, I don't know if it was Sunday or like Monday, but I was just on Instagram. And I saw Floyd Mayweather post a picture, and it just had a picture with like just like some really small black dots on his face. And, I, you know, I just kept liked the picture and kept it moving. I didn't quite know what was going on. Then I saw it again later. And then I looked at it because I was going through my likes looking for something. I was like, this nigga got a, a hair transplant on his face. <laughs> and, like, I've only seen that on heads, so I didn't know that was a thing to get it done on your face. And it just kind of made me realize that, like, having this beard privilege is going to be over for a lot of people like me or just took it for granted. You know what I'm saying? People are about to come up now, and everybody's going to have a beard. I don't know how I quite feel about that, but, you know, um, I thought it was interesting as far as, like, men taking steps to get surgery to improve themselves. Yeah, so I feel like this. we're going to have to separate this into two topics because I just looked at a picture from November – of 2019 and this nigga got the same facial hair so i don't know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> specifically with Floyd. all right let me, sh- let me show you the picture bro. but given the fact that funk flex is out here getting lipo do we ever did we get to the bottom of that i think it's a money grab and i think did he, he get lipo? actually getting lipo yeah oh, okay um <clears throat> but i do think that just uh physical appearance of men and, and the stock that they that we seem to be putting into that mm-hmm. is the topic because honestly I don't I have no idea about Floyd's beard it looks like he's half the same facial hair <laughs> but um what's up with that why is there such a double standard uh in terms of beauty between men and women why the men who enhance their appearance get such a bad rap, but women is just literally just expected of them. I think it's marketing, man. I feel like Same women, <laughs> I feel like women have, women have done a great job of kind of showing how the beauty standards and I guess like, um, the fashion and I guess beauty industry in general have influenced how women feel like they should look and how unachievable or unrealistic some of those standards are for certain women. So they kind of say because of these standards and that those standards that may be beyond my abilities at the moment. I know, Siri. I agree. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I think because of that, um, they've come to realize that those standards and those looks aren't necessarily unachievable, unrealistic anymore. And because they've been shamed for not having that look in the past, they feel like they're justified in getting these procedures done because they say it makes them feel good or more comfortable with um, their appearance visually. But I feel like when it's come to guys, it's seen because because of women, taking that role on within the plastic surgery realm is seen more as a feminine thing to do. Whereas when, so whenever a guy does it, it's kind of seen as him being a little feminine or is not masculine. So like 
when Kanye admitted to getting lipo and niggas was clowning him, you know, or the rumor that apparently Drake got like fake abs that was going to be on the next Pusha T disc that never came out, right? It's um, it's seen as that. And like, so now that men are starting to get these procedures, I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing women did back in the day when they started to get plastic surgery, kind of changing how it's viewed. I feel like you're going to start seeing more and more men get stuff fixed that they're like, they feel inadequate about or just want to improve as far as like hair or lipo and things like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that um, <clears throat> that all makes sense to me. I think anything that you can do for your own self-confidence, mm-hmm. you should 1,000% do. I yeah. think that that your own, because don't shit else matter? Honestly, literally everything else falls behind how you feel about yourself. Mm. <laughs> literally everything in the world yeah. falls behind that. So whatever you need to do to feel the best about yourself, I believe in that. And I think that that's really, really important. Where it becomes tricky, though, is when you have expectations of other people to view you as genuine. Mm. Right? Like, you have to be, you have to, you have to understand, (laughs) you have to understand that. Because, for example, if I was to, if my locks were a weave, right? And I'm fucking with a girl. Fatty wops. Yeah. And I'm fucking (laughs) with a girl who is attracted to locks. Yeah, and I just uh, actually don't have them, but uh, they make me feel good, give me the confidence to say whatever I need to, to get shorty in the bed. You see what I'm saying? How that becomes a little bit problematic, <laughs> oh, man. right? Like, that, yeah, it's, that's, it's deception. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I think that that's the fine line to me is yeah. deception versus self confidence. And I think mm. that really the most distinguishing factor there is just to be honest. Like, mm. yeah, fam, I was not liking how I was looking. I had to do some shit. <laughs> not, oh, I always look. This is how I look. You know what I mean? I want to dress, but that shit seemed like it take for exactly. years. I ain't trying to do all that. Exactly. Like, that That to me is the, is, the, is the thing. And to me, that's where the social, I guess, shift is happening. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like, <clears throat> at some point, you're just going to have to be like, <laughs> I, think, I think that's what's happening just generally. In, in in our generation and generations after us is just like, fam, enough with the bullshit. Like enough with it. Like you can't just say shit if yeah. if, if we just think that's what it is. Mm, there's whole now, gener- yeah. yeah. There's yeah. whole generations who read in a book the American dream, two mm. kids, picket fence, and a car. And mm. they literally based their whole life on that. Mm. We're in the generation who's like, fam, how they get the who's the wife? Like, why? why? Why are we doing why this? Did, why why are they marry her? This? Yeah. Is a house really the best thing? Is that the most affordable mm-hmm. option? You know what I'm saying? You can't just yeah. say certain shit to us no more. Shit has to make sense. And same thing with appearances. Like, yeah, we all know all oh, these bitches got fake ass. We all know that your eyelashes mm-hmm. are fake. You know what I'm saying? We all know you penciled your beard, beard in, Floyd. Like, we know these that things. That ain't no pencil, nigga. That's <laughs> a needle. <laughs> That's a but, like, the point is, like, yeah. you can do that, but you you can't sacrifice that for yeah. being genuine and authentic and real, if that makes sense. And yeah. I think, you know, shout out to Floyd for actually doing that. To be honest, I mean, yeah. If, I mean, if that's what he did, I mean, he didn't post that. It was like uh, he did not. I mean, he could have not posted that and just had a beard. I don't think anybody would have really said much because he, he just always rocked the gold tee. So I just people's probably just assumed that's the style he wanted. You got a beard now, man. yeah. Like props to him for doing that. Shout out to Floyd. Uh, 
I'm curious to see how women are going to handle guys starting to get all these procedures and now becoming like there's going to be a certain procedure that guys are getting that dick enlargement. Is that what you're talking about? No, <laughs> I was thinking like, what is the male equivalent going to be to like getting lipo and a Brazilian butt lift? It's got to be like an ab surgery. Or, or yeah, I feel like lipo like and that. abs or pecs or, you know, it's going to be something like that. And how are women going to respond to like that just being a common fake thing on social media? Bro, the first bitch that asked me if I got my stomach done. <laughs> Can you imagine the level of Are those real abs? For real. Like, do you know how much that would hurt? <laughs> Damn. But I feel like depending on how, how you got it, like if it's like you got that in the gym and diet or whatever, you're like, nah, you know what I'm saying? But this how is long all me. But then nobody's going to exactly. exactly. Nobody's going to believe you. Like, this nigga lying. Yeah, that's going to be annoying. But it's going to, I wonder what that equivalent is going to be. It's going to be something. Who was that, Swaley or something that said, uh, uh, it looked fake, but it feel real. <laughs> so like that. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's a, that, but that's a really, really good point is how long before, like, it's going to be, there's going to be a certain time where, like, yeah. certain people are getting it and only certain people know that it's mm -hmm. happening. Then it's going to be more affordable. <laughs> they can start flying to accessible. DR to get these exactly. surgeries. <laughs> Exactly, like damn, I ain't heard from this nigga in, in three months. He might be at the wellness center. God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, how long before oh, that that starts man. happening? That's I'm not I'm yeah. not looking forward to that. It's gonna be interesting. It's ha it's coming. It's happening. I think it's low key. I feel like the hair is probably gonna be more more the common thing to see done because like we saw with uh, Tyga and your boy mm -hmm. Tori. Yep. I don't know what the fuck happened to LeBron. That shit wasn't holding. His, his didn't hold. His, <laughs> his shit didn't take. <laughs> but like he saw they had a, they remixed their shit. So I feel like that's probably gonna be up there as far as procedures. You won't see as many ball niggas as you used to back in the day. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear from any women listeners that we have. Apparently, we have mostly women listeners. But <laughs> any women listeners that we hear, I want to hear from y'all. Like, y'all, how do y'all feel about? Niggas doing what y'all do Faking mm. their appearance And What kind of implications Does that have How did that make you feel Especially when you find out Like the moment you figure out That it's not real And it's fake mm -hmm. Like I, I would love to hear y'all Talk about that And how you feel about that Because As a man I often feel deceived <laughs> If I wake up in the morning And your hairline Is in a different place Than it was last night And I just didn't know you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there is a level of deception. I think I talked about it on this podcast where this dude, um, he married this woman and then filed for divorce the next ah, day yeah. because she took her makeup off. And it was the first time he saw her without makeup. And he was yeah. like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, that's a whole different person. That is a conversation we're going to have for another podcast. Yeah, for sure. We, the we deception have of makeup. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> It, yeah, <laughs> that shit. but like same now, thing. Yeah, How you gonna feel when a nigga got a whole weave beard? Yeah, and, and your thing is is beards. Or you like, think he been growing his life for five years and you know what I'm saying he peeled that bad boy off? The nigga got hey, the installed this morning. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nigga shiny headed. Yeah, that those conversations are gonna be interesting. Because <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest. I don't think that I don't think women are just gonna be like. Nah, that, accepting mm, mm, that. Not how, not especially not how a man have become now, 
Or like, yeah, she got a weave or whatever, or she wearing a wig, or well, the most she interesting got the funny thing, belly button, so we know she got the like. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing about that is, what's funny is most of the women that I hear or that I talk to or have had conversations about why they do that is because that's what they say, that's what men like, which is so funny because most of the I don't think I, I, I understand I understand what they're saying, but I think it's not. It's clear cut is what they're saying. I agree with that. Like, I feel like from a like a men do like it, but as a fantasy ideal woman, I don't know if they necessarily want to date that. So like, a guy might see uh, like a um, Bernice Burgos, and like, and her body's amazing, and know it's a bunch of surgery. That doesn't necessarily mean you want to date someone that looks like that. So I think because women. See guys liking that, they assume automatically this is the set look of what guys want. But guys, for as far as like partners, might want someone that looks a little bit more natural. You know, saying so they might not mind any stretch marks or some cellulite or one titty being a little bit bigger than the other, things like that. But because that's the image that they see, get the most attention from males, they assume that's what men want. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I think that because uh, because men can be entertained and fuck around and enjoy mm. things that we don't necessarily want long term. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah, men are more visual. So, exactly. like, of course, we're going to be drawn to something that looks immaculate, sculpted by God. But at the same time, there's a whole set of issues and problems that come with something like that mm-hmm. that I don't think sometimes women account for. So the interesting thing is, yes. Maybe all men would fuck a fake ass, big titties, eyelashes, and long hair. Mm-hmm. But maybe none of us want to be with that. It looks good. It's yeah. great. <laughs> like yeah. we, that we would like to indulge. But there's a big, there's not even a fine line. It's a fat ass Sharpie marker line <laughs> between that and who do I want to be with for the rest exactly. of my life. And exactly. I think maybe there is no difference for women. Right, mm-hmm. like it's it's all the same, mm-hmm. right? Like anyone you feel safe with, protected by, um, you know, all these different types of things. Those it's the same kind of qualifications for someone you would be in a relationship with. For uh, men, I'm just trying to fuck like, that person. <laughs> that ass looks soft. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I mean. mean I've, so I feel like women might have that too, as far as like what they are attracted to sexually, just like on some maybe some why not stand shit, mm-hmm. opposed to what they are interested in. Investing in as a partner can be different. I think ideally people maybe will want the best of both worlds, but that usually doesn't happen and it doesn't happen for most people. So it's mm. it's a far fetched idea to think that was gonna happen for you. That's and right. by you I mean most people. Yeah, right. No, Not you right. as an individual, but you and everybody you no, know. Nigga, you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um all right. Uh, it's almost time for music playing mode, but I want to get into this uh, 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 Kimi Casanova. <laughs> you want to have a I told you niggas moment? I, I do want to have that moment. <laughs> this was one of my songs of the week a few weeks ago, and this nigga is going even more viral. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, you how just do we need to release this? the album, man. Honestly. Or just keep releasing. All, singles. Cause this is, no, fuck the single. Just keep remixing the song. Because <laughs> the video that we about to play is basically the unreleased verse from the song that we played earlier. Oh, it's a different verse? Yeah, it's just a different verse. It's the oh, same song. I th- see, I didn't get into the song as much as you did. I fuck with the song, but it wasn't. Because 
I couldn't put it on any platform. Uh, I didn't like gravitate more as I would because I love smooth ass pimp sounding songs. <clears throat> so that's a few why weeks I like ago, free and yeah, a few weeks ago we played uh, a song by Kimi Casanova that was uh, also, nigga. Give yourself some more props. It was more than a few weeks. It was a few months ago. A few months ago, I played a song for Kimi Casanova. But these niggas know. Uh, that Hype was also man. real. <laughs> that was also real like smooth pimp shit. The shit ended up going viral, um, and and my man's got you know. Got famous a little bit. Ended mm-hmm. up going on the 85 South show, which is one of my favorite podcasts, um, and doing another verse to yeah. that same song. I feel like the only thing about this appearance where he fucked up is he should have embraced it fully and came dressed. He should have been dressed. And just played that character. Yep. Like, cause I agree with that. You don't really get too many black people that are doing like um, characters as far as rappers. Outside of the gangster, because a lot of these niggas not real. Right. But outside of that, look like that have been entertaining to see. But uh, yeah, I feel like he missed the moment by not just fully embracing the character. He kind of looked like a regular nigga. He looked like them, but niggas. he was spitting the bars though, right? Right? <laughs> right? Right? Um, like if he came with some women and you know spit these smooth ass bars, that would have been that would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been dope. Um, but um, yeah, let's this, play this. Do you want to play it from your shit, or you want me to hook up the USB? Oh, you don't have to. You must be hooked up, brother. I thought okay, I'll play it then. Oh I wait, the quarter's right here. I'll yeah. play it right here. Yeah, it's already it's already queued up. Mm-hmm. Don't forget right. to change change what where it's coming out of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Pro. Um, yeah. So this is a uh, Kimi Casanova part two. Shaking like a wet dog, cascade how my tires skating. Put the thump on vibrate, make the skies quake while the ride glide. Now the whole car is gyrating. A 72 Chevelle thing. That paint bipolar, the way it's flipping, promoting youth gang violence. I let them twelves bang. Wood grain is still fresh, rub it and you can catch a splinter. Dash from Chicondaroga. She smell like a pack of pencils. Dollar ranch of paint. I caught a lick on that candy and it was sweet too. Shit drip like hot fudge and it get these bitches a sweet tooth. I'm slamming those, my candy coat, sweet as honey, do cantaloupe. On hammers make a freaky diva peek and drop her pantyhose. My camera roll is full of these damn. Shaking they fannies And I'm asking myself Could this shit be magic? Barry Manilow I manage when I hand the hoes I touch a camel toe And she gon' blow me like a candle Until I'm revving my manifold She dig my grandma But couldn't handle the fact I slander bitches Who wear Gucci sandals And bust it open like cantaloupe For nothing Tell me bitches you down Is we fucking And if not Then why this even a discussion? She said she like the sign of things Offending and proud of Spending her dollars On Versace is some shit Her and bitches all got in common I be plain Jane Fuck all that designer and Gucci Them red bottoms Don't take miles off your vagina You who? You think what I'm saying, baby? Do you think what I'm saying? Oh my god. Them red bottles don't look like Oh my god. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. See that? Nope. Nope. Cut it out. Cut it out. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Came over here. That's it. You didn't got two goddamn minutes. That was it. Hey, you feel what I'm saying? I'm not gonna let you keep doing it. Hey, no, I'm not. That's how we do it, baby. Every time. Your point is made. Um. Yeah, so I just want to give a, a, a shout out to Kimi Casanova. 
Yeah. Uh, Heard it here first, most likely. Yeah, you probably did. You probably did. I will take all of the credit for that. (laughs) Um, And there's more where that came from. We should be like an unofficial A&R. But that doesn't work because we won't get no checks. So That is a fact. (laughs) Fuck that. This is the way the game goes. Um, All right, man. Let's get into songs of the week. Um, Um, You want to play, let's do hip hop first, R&B second? All right, I'll go first. Um, I was, uh, I was working out, uh, earlier in the week I was doing, you know, chess day and, uh, like it just, I just went into a radio of French Montana, um, Coke, Coke boys five Hi. and, um, this Mano song started coming on and I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is kind of nice. And, um, I listened to the Mano albums called die a legend I think came out uh, last week, and like it had a few songs on there I was kind of fucking with, it. and um, I'm gonna play one of them songs on the album. The song is "Not Average" by Mano. Yeah, feel like God music. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, hey, yeah, I wasn't meant to be average. Uh, no, look how that made me a savage. Destined for greatness, I'd rather die than a heavenly basic. Knew all the love that they showed me was fake, so I had gave them more reason to hate it. Fuck was they thinking, y'all all know my story. It was a blessing to make it to 30. All of my homies in heaven, I miss you. Just know that y'all always just taking too early. Look in my eyes, I haven't slept in a week. I've been out trapping, missing for weeks. I've been ignoring my bitches, been calling. I'm switching out far as I live what I preach. Hold up. Long as the coupe is on fire, the diamonds as cold as December. Yeah. Yeah. Either you die in a legend or niggas will never remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a survivor, my bitches a rider, my hoodie and sneakers designer. Yeah. Never do tries, I'm riding with iron, don't push me, don't force me to fire. I'm getting tired, the drinking, the parties, I'm thinking I'm starting to be over this shit. Yeah. The strippers, the groupies, the club and the drug and I'm getting too off of this shit. Yeah. Taking control of this shit, yeah. I'm in the zone in this bitch, yeah. So help me God, watch me stun on these niggas Cause I was supposed to be rich Yeah, yeah. I was not meant to be average yeah. Look how that made me a savage yeah. I'm so addicted to winning I guess that just makes me an addict uh-huh. I was not meant to be average Look how that made me a savage yeah. I'm so addicted to winning I guess that just makes me an addict yeah. Yeah. I'd rather die than live basic It wasn't about being famous I had to get it That's why my music for dealers and niggas in federal games just live for the moment and hope for tomorrow Yeah, these youngins need something to follow Yeah, these rappers is lying, they do it for fouls My homies is lost, I need them to follow You bigger in death than in life Pitching them taking my life Pitching them showing me love Way more than the love that they show me in life Don't start that acting unusual Y'all know that fake shit is usual Still gonna be fuck you as usual Y'all not invited to come to my funeral
So that's Mano, not average. You know, some gladiator music. And like I said, I listened to that on bench day. So getting that bench almost back to 350. So you literally played that. that song so you could tell us how much you bench. Basically, like the point was. yeah, you know, mm, fair enough. I'm like the strongest nigga you know, so <sighs> you know, some you know, somebody bench at 350. Uh, you know, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think about how much niggas can bench. I mean, you know who your strongest friend is. I don't. Oh, better watch your back, then, nigga. Nah, I'm. I'm. I've just reached a point in my life where physical mm-hmm. confrontations are not. Uh, we're not talking about confrontation. I'm just saying, like, if you, physicality in general. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Don't care. If somebody <laughs> slap. If you get Mano slapped in front of your girl, <laughs> bet your ass go carry it in. But whatever. Whatever. Niggas say that until they get beat up in front of that girl and they got it. In See, yeah, nah, I could never go. You even if you don't, like, I have to be an. I, I will have to fake unconscious. <laughs> like you're not just gonna, you know what I'm saying? You're not just gonna put the paws on me and I'm alright for real. <laughs> like you're gonna have to at least knock me the fuck out. I think physicality doesn't matter until it does. That's true. That's very. So very true. I don't think you necessarily need to display it, but you need to have it. That's real. Yeah. That's very wrong. Just from a, like, a never know what the fucking happened situation. Not, not that you're looking for it, but you never know what the fucking happened. So when we, so when this becomes a little bit more successful, we have to travel and tour mm-hmm. and all of these things. So I put in Charlemagne, at least got to have your reflexes with somebody trying to get a drop. So I'm saying we could save money on bodyguards <laughs> and security <laughs> there, right? That's what you basically are saying. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the strap on it, so don't even try it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't fight. Like that. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna play um, uh, a song from Chicago's very own G Herbo. Uh, the song is called "Statement." It's basically about his arrest, his fucking Rico charge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I personally think this is his best song uh, performance that mm. he's ever had. He just had a great album he dropped. He did, but there's, he's not off beat. <laughs> was that album this year? Or last year? I think it was 2020. His album should be spoke about as kind of albums of the year. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I, I forgot about that one. I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, this is a statement from G Herbo. Uh, check this out. Yeah. Uh, always, always mean what you say. Real nigga till I leave. You know Elevated, do this rapping shit with ease. I got a brick on my sleeve. You dissing me, please. Comparing me to different MCs. Stop it. I really am the shit, so I won't pop it. Before Twitter was a trending topic. I was on the block with 30 shots and clocks. Had the spot hopping. Stop it. But they acting like they don't remember that. Been a leader with that heater. I got right up into that. You can't never take a killing back. Whole heart was in the streets. I had to leave and get my fucking feelings back. Same spot they shot my brother. Next day I'm chilling at. I ain't lying. They was winning till we started spinning back. But anyway, said enough of that. Let's talk about this table. Let's talk about them jets. Yeah, let's talk about Jamaica. Ask about me. I ain't never been a fraud. I went hard from the start. In my city, I'm a god, motherfucker. If you know, you know. Never been no phony though. Rollies for my brody though. Barely know Joe Rodeo. Heard they looking for me. I'm like, oh, I'm on the way. Buying money, know I'm straight. I spent the 130. Out the gate, they like swerve, stay safe. I'm like, man, y'all late. Yelling free me, I'm like, I've been in the crib all day. I'm in Cali thinking how I come from pissy hallways. Long as I never go back, I'm that nigga always. And you know that. Been having these M's, but they taught me not to show that. Before that, like a throwback. Soon as this shit go left, I'ma throw back. And I could have bought the rolls last year, but instead I bought a faux flat. That's no bad. No bad. Pro Chicago, I'm pro rack. Motivation. 
motivation for the trenches cause I'm pro-black Real no limits so we don't play by the rules How the fuck I catch a case we bought a school Don't be fooled you niggas fools On the gram reading comments I'm like ooh cool So they want me to lose I can't break like I'm bulletproof And I can't say what I won't say All I'm gonna say is before fame Bitch I've been the truth And when you put it on my name Gotta send some proof They like charging to the game I got feelings too Shit be difficult Still visual Me and JB just been talking about residual Checking on my analytics shit get digital Yo just step on my dick it ain't consensual Nigga G Herbo Too Fly the album coming soon Shout out to G Herbo man we were just tearing apart uh, the audio engineering <laughs> in the background but I don't know this is sonically to me uh the best performance rap performance from G Herbo like on beat lyrics content the beat selection all of that shout out this man is getting better and better as we go and you you made a good point that his album and the deluxe album should be honorable Mm -hmm. mention or just talked about a little bit more this year yeah I think because it came out earlier in the year I think niggas kind of forgot about it but yeah we'll see he should make some of those lists hopefully we'll see um, so my R&B song is a group we're all familiar with, one of my favorite Canadian groups. Yeah. Um, Division with their new song that came out um, this weekend called Blessings. All-knowing name, name deliverance in the name. Shit. I wouldn't be 
tripping, but we calling his name. She keeps saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But I be saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Neighbors see you screaming, screaming, screaming. They gon' be believers, believers, believers. Oh, yeah, you saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then I be saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hit them where you scream, scream, scream. They gon' be believers, they gon' be believers. I'm struggling with temptation. You make it hard for me to always do right. In all of his creation, your body is a temple that I'm in every night saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then I be saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Neighbors hear you scream, scream, scream. They gon' be believers, believers, believers. Hear you saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then I be saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hear them when you scream. Spiritual at the end of God that. damn, that's <laughs> man. Um, Don't worry about that. Who, who that was a division? What was that song called? Blessings. Blessings. Shout out that shit was a banger. Um, all right, I am going back to the St. John album while the world was burning. <laughs> Eventually, you can play all the songs on this. Pretty album. much, I think I played like two or three of these shits already. Yeah. But uh, this shit is hard. This is uh St. John and Lil Uzi Vert high school reunion prom. Say you love me, let you finish in my sin. 
charge, yeah. Too much money, no, I don't barely talk, yeah. I don't mess up my shoes, I don't barely walk, yeah. Inside us all red, outside it's all white, though. Whip it up instead, moving all that white, though. I ain't talking about the drugs, I'm talking about the love. My pockets full with crisps, my pink diamonds, they look like blood. Uh, now how I could I focus? That's the other thing though You can't really get catfish mm. On the chatty house Yeah cause there's no bots in there yet either Nope That is Wow Social media without bots What yep. a concept yep. <laughs> I don't really see that no more I saw a little Duvall post He was like Most of y'all don't even realize Y'all arguing with bots <laughs> <laughs> Right <laughs> I was like it's true Y'all niggas out here arguing with Get math mad as fuck. And shit. Right. Over some binary code. Russia's got you fucked up. Right. Can you imagine arguing with a computer, bro? People do it all the time. But no, I'm saying, can you imagine uh, you doing no, that? No, no. Like, imagine how invested I or barely. passionate you have to be about something to argue with AI. That's one of the. <laughs> like, that's that's one of the criticisms I get. Is that I am too, too? I live in the gray too much because I can see both sides mm-hmm. of arguments. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I've been hit with that as a criticism because of that. I don't have any strong opinions about things. Well, I do, but I just see both sides of the coin. But that's another conversation for another day. I was about to say we about to, <laughs> about to get into a whole another thing. Um, all right, man, this was good. This was good. Uh, nice little decent little episode. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you don't have to do too much editing. There is some editing you have to do. But as always, it has been another episode of the Self Medicated Podcast. I don't even know what date this one is for. The twenty first, maybe. Something like that. Sounds December twenty first. Sounds good. Yeah, um as always. <laughs> I am your host, the Wayfair, aka Quentin Quarantino, aka the banter boss, aka Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And these are facts. <laughs> Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter, <laughs> aka one pop poppy, aka the bottom feeder, aka the black Kevin Sorbo, aka young black Hercules, benching <laughs> 350. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, you already know who it is. Strongest podcaster in the fucking game. The strongest <laughs> nigga you know. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what it is. Self-medicated podcast. We out.